Welcome to Creative Codex. I am MJ Dorian. This is a guided meditation episode called Inner Sanctum. The last guided meditation was Jung's Digging Method, and it has proven to be one of the most popular episodes of the entire podcast. When I made it, I honestly thought hardly anyone would even try it. It seems people listen to it, then listen to it again, and try it, and then return to it, and yet try it again. I've received a lot of very positive feedback from listeners who say they have attempted active imagination sessions before and never succeeded, but that when they used my guided meditation, they had tremendous success. I'm surprised and honored to know that it has been so meaningful for so many people. So, due to clear popular request, even through emails and direct messages on Instagram and Reddit, here is a new guided meditation in a very similar flavor. I call this the Inner Sanctum Meditation. It is something I stumbled on when I was a teenager in my own inner explorations. What is the purpose of an Inner Sanctum Meditation? Well, this meditation takes you on a journey into yourself in very much the same way that the digging method does, except the goal here is different, a bit more directed. The goal here is to reach a point inside your mind which is much deeper than your waking self usually travels. If we think of the mind as made up of layers, much like the earth, then our waking day-to-day state is mostly spent on the surface layer. And here, our logic and attention largely hold dominion, allowing us to function in a competent and predictable way for work and daily life. But hidden just beneath that surface are these caverns and passageways, deep trenches and labyrinths that make up the unconscious mind and our passing motivations. At any given moment, for example, we are often compelled by three to five motivations at a time. You need only to sit still for two minutes to consciously notice them bubble up. The motivation to eat, the motivation to receive pleasure or connect with another human, the motivation to exert your will, etc. This is just one example of our unconscious mind beneath that surface, bubbling up and holding sway over our actions. But what if you could travel inward, downward, into those hidden passageways and hold some sway back in their direction? Influence the inner workings of your unconscious mind. Influence it into directions and habits that are desirable for you. Here's a strange thing. If you travel inward, far enough, with the intention to reach a place like a temple, you will find that in the center of that temple you reach a deep and impressionable layer of your mind. From that place, that inner sanctum, you can do a number of things. You can plant a seed, a seed of a new motivation or goal. You can explore your unconscious habits. You can even surprise yourself. For instance, if you bring a key with you and arrive at the altar of that temple, you may notice a locked box somewhere in the room. And when you open it with the key, what you find inside will always surprise you. 
If you plant a seed, let's say, an intention or motivation toward a goal, you can watch it influence your unconscious mind in the following days and weeks. I've done this with goals or ambitions I wish to achieve, and it works in a really neat way. You end up feeling like your mind's outer layers and inner layers are in sync toward a united direction. You can plant anything. Maybe you want to start exercising more regularly, or develop new ideas for a creative project, or be more confident, or have more willpower to kick an addiction. The truth is, it's very difficult to make any substantial changes in your mind from the outside in. During our waking state, day-to-day -day moments, we are on the outer layers of our mind. But going under the surface, getting to what feels like a center, this can feel like you are in more control, like you are in the control center of your mind. And as you visit it again, that seed you planted grows, and it grows in ways that will often surprise you. This is the Inner Sanctum Meditation. Let's begin. Step 1. Set aside about 30 minutes. Find a comfortable chair or couch. Settle down. Make your body at ease so you won't have to fidget later. Make yourself comfortable. Step 2. Close your eyes. We will use square breathing to ease the body and mind into a state of deeper relaxation. Square breathing means breathing in slowly, holding your breath, breathing out slowly, and holding your lungs on empty, each with a count of four. As we do this, pay close attention to how the air feels moving in and out of your body, how it expands and fills your lungs, and how it empties completely on the way out. We will do five cycles. Let's begin. Breathe in slowly. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Breathe out slowly. Two, three, four. Hold empty. Two, three, four. Breathe in slowly. Two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, breathe out slowly, two, three, four, hold, empty, two, three, four, breathe in slowly, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, Breathe out slowly, two, three, four. Hold empty, two, three, four. Breathe in slowly, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Breathe out slowly, two, three, four. Hold empty, two, three, four. Breathe in slowly, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Breathe out slowly, two, three, four. Hold 
empty. Two, three, four. Now, you should notice your mind and body have reached a point of deeper relaxation. Breathe at a regular rate, something comfortable. Step three, we will begin our journey in a forest. Some sound design will help us along the way. Let's start walking. You notice it's a dense forest. The trees stretch as far as the eye can see. If you look up, you can see the clear sky through the branches. To the left is a small stream. Just up ahead, the land rises up into a hill, and on the side of this hill is a dark hole, an entrance into a cave. This is where your journey begins. You go inside. It's dark. As you slowly make your way further in, your eyes begin to adjust to the new light. The air is damp, and every step you take reverberates down the cavernous passage. You steady yourself with your hand on the rough rock wall as you make your way through the darkness. You can hear there is water up ahead. A little further down, you can make out an opening with daylight coming through. When you finally reach it and step through, you see a large open area of the cave. There is a pool of water covering most of the ground. The sky shines down through what is a massive open space above, where the ceiling of the cave must have been. In the far corner, there is a waterfall. You wade through the water and go toward it. There seems to be an opening in the rock wall behind the waterfall. You enter the opening. You walk through a dark passage once again. This time, it is a little tighter. You can make out another opening a bit further ahead. You exit into the warm, sunny air, finally out of the cave, and take a deep breath. Around you are tall, ancient trees, their leaves and branches stretching into the sky, and just straight ahead, in the clearing, is a massive temple. Unlike anything you've seen before, its outside is ornately decorated with religious figures and symbols. It towers over you and extends to the sides further than your eyes can see. You walk up the stairs and reach the impressive wooden doors of the entrance. There is no sign of anyone here. You knock on the double doors three times. The doors open, and you enter. This is the first chamber of the temple. It is an immense room made of hundreds of thick pillars that stretch upward to the ceiling. As you walk by them, you notice each pillar is painted with symbols, animals, and human forms. Each one seems to tell a story or allegory. You make your way to the large wooden door ahead. Once you are there, you knock three times. You enter the second chamber of the temple. This place is the ancient library, the hall of knowledge. 
you see countless bookshelves that stretch upward and multiple levels of the library above you. One could spend a lifetime here and still not have read all the books. You notice an unmarked door on a far wall with three steps leading up to it. You make your way there. The door is an old wood, older than the first two doorways. It is the oldest place in the temple. One can imagine the place it leads into was the first section of the temple, built many, many years ago, and the rest was built around it. You knock on the door, and it opens. You enter through into a narrow corridor. The floor is an ornate mosaic pattern, laid with meticulous attention to detail. At the end of the corridor, you see an arched doorway. You cannot see into the room within because it is obscured by a thin veil that hangs in front. You reach the veil. Right next to you is a small table on which rests a lantern. You take a match and light the lantern. You pick it up by the handle, turning back toward the doorway. You push aside the veil with one arm and enter. There is an altar at the center of the room. This place is entirely your own. It is in you. It is ancient and everlasting. What do you see? Is the room dark and dimly lit, or is it bright? What is the floor made of? Earth, stone, or something else? What does the altar look like? Here, you can plant a seed that will grow into whatever you wish to pursue. Here you can explore your own active imagination direction. Here you can pray. Here you are safe. This place is entirely your own. Do what you wish here. And when you are finished, don't immediately open your eyes. Leave the temple the way you came and only open your eyes once outside the first entrance. This inner sanctum in you must remain in the deepest layers, where it is most effective. I will leave now. This place is yours. Take as long as you wish. <laughs>